Right, so moving on. Um, <laughs> did you guys hear that, or is that in my head? That a drill? Yep, sure was. <laughs> okay. Are we, like, literally building a world now? Is this yes. <laughs> the, you didn't bring... We are building from scratch. Well, see, I, I thought this was a theory. i, I got to have to go grab my toolbox now. Damn it. Where did, where did I leave those continental shelves? <laughs> I was just at World Depot this morning picking up some shrubberies. <laughs> we need a lot of shrubberies. They were out of magnetic cores, so, you know. Yeah. Oh! We're just, but you, you can pick those up at Coslo. Yeah. We'll, see, awesome. we'll see. Actually, I think I've got an extra magnetic core in my junk drawer, actually. So. Coslo. You don't want to see in your junk drawer, dude. Well, no, you really don't, but, I mean. I don't know anymore. I just don't know. But where is the world coming to? We don't know yet. We have to start going to say, that, that will be answered later, Jim. Okay. That's our job. You don't know the procedures of your own damn podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's anarchy. You know. <laughs> you know you're not far off. <laughs> Welcome to Crucible of Realms. I'm Jim. I'm John. And I'm Kent. And our guest today is John Carmody. Hello, sir. Hello. Hello. Hey, John Yay. is a... John is a friend of mine from the writer's group that I have out here in the Charlotte. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, uh, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> I write basically in pretty much the weirder aspect of the sci-fi fantasy sort of end of the spectrum. The occasional little bout of some horror and stuff, but it usually tends to have some element of kind of smart ass to it. Because, I mean, if anyone who's met me, I'm sure you'll vouch for this, Jim. I am kind of a smart ass, so I kind of can't help it. I cannot see that. I totally have no idea what you are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, we don't allow Pisces on the podcast, oh, so I'm afraid oh, that we... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we'll make an exception. Okay, cool. Just this one. Oh, <laughs> we'll let you play this time, but oh, next yes. time, Yay! come back with a better birthday. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Work on that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> let us get right to it. We must decide what kind of world we wish to build. Uh, John, as you are our guest, yeah. did you have any thoughts or concepts you wanted to throw in to start the ball rolling? Well, one to throw in. I don't know how fertile it would be. I just I, It was one of those random things I found myself thinking about on my way home one day. A world where everyday life is as epic as it is in movie trailers and 80s metal videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that would be an interesting challenge. Yes, it would. I've got to say, that is rather different from... The standard, but I think we can try to do something like, like it. it. What do you think? Yeah. What do you guys think? Epic world? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Oh, this is remember. a world where everything goes to 11. Yes. <laughs> is it basically where, like, uh, it, everyday life is like 300? Is that what we're uh, <laughs> kind of looking at here? Well, I th yeah, that would be pretty epic, I think. Now, here's an idea. If we can figure out a thing to cast it against, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Like, for example, an epic world that would be in the style of Sin City. Everything is epic in there, basically. Yeah. It's all very sort of noirish. We were talking about, like, what, Michael Bay films, things like that? Yeah, something kind of along that line where, you know, it's basically, if whatever deity existed in this world, in epic world, spoke to you, I mean, it would, it would sound like Don LaFontaine. <laughs> it would sound like the movie trailer guy. And ah, yes. In a world. In a world where everything is epic. 
And, like, you would probably hear two steps from hell music coming from, like, everywhere around you all the time. If you're not familiar with them, they're, like, they do a bunch of, like, the epic music for trailers and, and stuff like that. You can find them on YouTube. They're pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, if you, like, put that on behind you while you're doing, like, say, your everyday household tasks, that will be the most dramatic house cleaning you ever undertake. <laughs> you will not simply vacuum your carpets. You will go to war with them. Yes. So what I'm hearing here, then, is a way to kind of uh, find something to hang this on, mm-hmm. is maybe this is a world in which there is some group of people that will be almost superheroic. Right. Not quite superheroes. <laughs> nice heroic. Yes, nice superheroic. <laughs> there will be multiple groups, and they will combat each other in some way. Yeah. Staples of movies like this are things like government programs, rescue missions, Things of that nature. Explosions. Uh, explosions. Lots of explosions. <laughs> lots of explosions. Uh, <laughs> okay, actually, I'm uh, I'm having an unfortunate brainwave. Uh, okay. Um, so here's a crazy idea. What if we set this up like it's a like 80s or 90s primetime TV show type thing, basically? It's the world in which that kind of thing, some sort of premise like that would exist. So it's like a setup where there are organizations doing things. Yeah. And they employ these people who are basically action heroes. Yeah, a ridiculously specialized team that can accomplish seemingly impossible goals on amazingly truncated timetables. Exactly. (laughs) Right. That is precisely what uh, I'm thinking uh, perhaps we should go for. What do you guys think? Sure. I like it. Okay. (laughs) We played the role-playing game Spycraft, and we had a group called the Two Minute Warning. They were the rapid reaction team to go anywhere and do something right then. Yeah. First of all, I'm assuming we're doing this as like an alternate Earth thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say definitely. Okay, uh, definitely. Like a, Do we want uh, to focus on a world-spanning thing, or is this going to be uh, a smaller area where a lot of this stuff takes place? I so, can see a global catastrophe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because in that kind of... You know, the, global guess, is good. Yeah, because in, in like the kind of things that sort of have this kind of flavor, it's usually some kind of, if it's not immediately a globally spanning thing, it will eventually become one. Okay. You right, know, the villains know. always play the long game. Right, yeah. Like if we take like a Michael Bayish approach, like Armageddon, that was going to destroy the entire world if it wasn't stopped. It's the size of Texas. Yeah, it's the size of Texas, and it's going to smack us right in the face. Or <laughs> The Rock, where it would have wiped out all of San Francisco and yeah. probably gone beyond that, even with this huge amount of whatever VX yeah. gas that they had or whatever it was. Yeah. The bad so, stuff. Whatever the stuff was in those little stuff. glass globes. Yeah, the, little, yeah. the, the bad green, thing. The things that look like little green Super Balls were twice as deadly. Which, uh, what was the one where uh, it was like John Travolta had stolen? Stolen nuclear missiles. Oh, broken broken arrow. arrow. Oh, yeah. John <laughs> <laughs> Travolta steals nuclear missiles, and Christian Slater has to stop him. <laughs> when he could have simply asked him, hey, John, explain Scientology. Oh, uh, well, yeah, then. No, that was Battlefield Earth. Oh, right, right, right. My bad. That was how they stopped him in Battlefield Earth. <laughs> yeah. They listened to him explain it for long enough that they learned the language. Uh. So, how many groups do we want to focus on for this? As far as people who go out and do cool things around the globe. Do we just want to focus on one and then maybe an antagonist group? Or do we want there to be multiple groups that try to tackle these things? I think we need maybe the black, the white, and the gray. Okay. Yeah, I, li- I like that idea. There's oh, always... yeah. So there are white hats who are obviously trying to do the good thing. The black hats who are doing the bad thing. Yep. And then the gray hats who are kind of like playing both sides and yeah. manipulating things. You never, and... you never quite know which side of the conflict. From the middle. Yeah, yep. yeah yes. the Catwoman or the Han Solo almost. The first movie Han Solo. Yeah. 
As much that you thought you thought so. What? I guess let's start with the White Hats, since that's probably what we're going to end up focusing on primarily. So what kind of group do we want this to be? There are a lot of options. We could do a military group. We could do a spy group. We could do a private foundation type thing. There are so many things we could do with it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I would, I would almost think that maybe the private foundation, that would be when we get to the Gray Hats. Okay. I'm thinking kind of along the lines of that two-minute warning group idea. Right. The White Hats, to me, I'm thinking would be some kind of government. Some sort of government-sponsored yes, like government yeah. thing. Okay. With, you know... Like Rainbow uh, Six, so, or Rainbow and... Yeah, something like that, like Rainbow Six, or I mean, well, not necessarily but, like Rainbow Six, or like Delta Force or something like that. Right. But, well, let's start by saying, uh, okay, which government? Are we going with the U.S.? Are we going with Britain? Canada? Is it the Canadian Secret Service? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's the Mongolians. Yeah. <laughs> Mongolians, okay. <laughs> Tearing down the wall. They are outside, they're out of Ulaanbaatar. My recommendation mm-hmm. would be to go with one of the English-speaking countries, yeah. like the United States. Either that or do it as an international. Do we want, uh, yeah, do we want to do a, like a NATO or a UN kind of functionary? Where it's got a, a melting pot of all of them? Yeah, yeah. actually. Like yeah, a, I think that a French be... Foreign Legion. And... That's very Captain Planet of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so do we want to use... combined. I am the UN! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gathered together from the cosmic forces of the universe. Britain, America, China, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> I am Captain UN. And yes, France. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be totally awesome, or it wouldn't need this. Is, this is too wonderful not to do it. Um. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, um, yes. An international UN sponsored type group, then. Yes. yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, what countries do we want to have participating in this initiative? <laughs> Since we're all Americans, I'm going to say one of them should probably be whatever passes for the United States in this yeah, alternate okay. Earth. U.S. Yeah, I, mean, I, I see one each from the uh, permanent members that are on the Security Council. So, let's see. Security Council. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like the United Nations Security Council. Uh, let's see. Sure. Currently made up of 15 member states. Oh, 15. Oh. Consisting of five permanent members. Okay, there uh, we go. Yeah. China. <laughs> France, Russia, the UK, and the US. Nice. And then probably so we've one got, from the rest of the continent. We've got Jackie Chan, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> James Bond. There you go. Uh, so this organization is the five permanent members of the Security Council behind it. How big is this organization? Does it deploy multiple teams, or does it have like one single team and that's it? Well, you've got to have a backup, but we probably don't know about the backup. So this is like more like a uh, mission impossible kind yeah. of yeah, need yeah. to know yeah, thing. I'm, I'm thinking this. And if be... they're caught or killed, then the uh, the UN disavows any knowledge of their existence. Their existence. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm almost seeing something like kind of along the lines of like in Mass Effect, like the Council Specters. Oh, there you go. Unfortunately, I am not familiar not, with oh, that. Okay. Not a gaming geek. I was, but then you know I didn't have money. I hate when that happens. I, I could not buy things. Well, basically, yeah. 
and you have to buy the things. Digest. You get the Mass Effect reference. Yeah, Reader's <laughs> Digest condensed version. This thing I think we're creating right now would be a little bit bigger than the Council Spectres, but basically everything in the Mass Effect universe is ruled over by this council. They have okay. a council that makes the decisions. It's like the big governing body of everybody who's like a member of the Galactic mm-hmm. Society. And they have what they call Council Spectres, who are basically their special ops people. I mean, they, they tend okay. to have like singular agents that go out and do things, but they're answerable to no one except the council itself. They can do theoretically anything they want just to get the job done. Right. Okay. Like I said, they're above the law, yes. except for the fact that the only people they answer to is the council itself. All right. So they could go to one world and do whatever they needed to and not worry about ticking anybody off. So what are we looking at in terms of rough numbers here? I think that there's at least... We've got the base five, one from each of the the, the security council, and then we probably have at least one from Africa because they don't have representation, and probably one from South America and maybe Australia hit, hit the rest of the continents. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we have to have one from Australia. It's vitally important. I want to have the crazy Aussie in there. I, I was just thinking, so seven or eight, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would make eight. That would make eight. Okay. I, we don't have to have the Australia. I was just thinking hitting all the continents. <laughs> And I guess we, Ooh, yeah, we have, have to have Australia and there yeah, is any Australian yeah. listenership right now. Well, we have to have an Australian in here somewhere, I think. Yep. But uh, it doesn't have to be part of this organization necessarily. But you never know; he could be part of the Greys. <laughs> the Greys are in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Instead of Charlie's Angels, the Greys it's Bruce's Angels. <laughs> so this is looking very much like we should probably figure out what types we're going to have in this then, since this is just like seven people. Um, uh, we've decided no superpowers. Yeah, no superpowers. No superpowers. So, but they're what about very like overly Bond? ridiculously heroic. So yes, yeah, yeah. James Bond is totally on the table. Okay. So we're talking like not superpowers, but like ridiculously skilled people. Yes, they can be like, sort of more like Batman. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gadgeteer. The gadgeteer. Yeah. So for example, there might be a uh, would would there be a gadgeteer type on this team? What roles would be needed in this team to fill? Oh, you're definitely going to need like the hacker, the guy that can drive the fast vehicles, whether the it be speedboat, yeah, like the wheelman. Yeah. Probably two gunslingers, people that can just pick up any weapon and fire it with complete accuracy. A marksman, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Marksman. You need a face man or a or oh. the face is good. I'm almost tempted to actually go back and look at Spycraft to see. What I was about to say that's exactly where we're falling down on it. Yeah, so, there's the leader, there's the face man, there's the yeah, wheel get, man. Yeah, and you, yeah, you got to have the field commander, so to speak. Did we say a fixer of some sort? Yeah, we the guy that can repair anything. He's like he's like the fixer, uh, oh, no, snoop. He's the MacGyver of the group. The fixer. <laughs> okay, so the group has a MacGyver type. Okay, yep. Is this also the hacker, or is this someone separate from the hacker? Someone's I think it's someone think separate, it since we got to do seven people. So someone who can fix computers and someone who can fix trucks, say, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a mechanical fixer and a, you know... A tech fixer. Tech fixer, yep. Okay. And so, when we say gunslingers, are we talking, like, up close and personal? Do we have, like, one up well, close and personal guy and, like, a... Like a sn- well, I was thinking that maybe you'd have one that's more like a sniper and one that actually is more like can hit people with fists and such. Yeah, a martial artist. Oh. Hello, China. A martial artist, yes. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> okay, and then the leader or... Uh, 
you know, whoever does the uh, planning. And that's actually seven already, so I've got... Woo-hoo! Let me just read this list. Okay. We have the leader, the martial artist, the MacGyver type, the face, the marksman or sniper, the wheelman, and the hacker or techie. Yeah. Are there any serious holes in there? I'm thinking maybe demolitions. Mm. Somebody who's really good with explosives. Demolition the fixer, though. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, you're right, the fixer. Now, you know, I kind of like the demolitions being the guy who, like, repairs stuff. Oh, there you yeah. go. The only other hole I can think of is that there's not really one who is your classic access engineer type person who can actually... Person who sneaks around undetected type stuff. Stealthy person. Uh, That could be the marksman. An infiltrator? Uh, I mean, the face could work as an infiltrator, but the whole thing with the face is they they have to be seen and they're acting. You're talking about the the ninja. Basically, yes. Like I said, that could be the marksman. I mean, that's that's half of being a a sniper is not being seen until you... Yeah, yeah, so we can go that with the sniper. That'll work. Okay. <laughs> skills. They must have skills. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> have great skills. That's right. So I think the sniper is a Marine Corps, a U.S. Marine Corps. First thing we should probably decide is from which area is the leader? I was thinking Britain. Really? Britain? Or France? Could be France. <laughs> <laughs> rather talk Legion. this way out of things. <laughs> the, the French Foreign... The, this is the thing. The French Foreign Legion are... Badass. Badasses. Yeah. But, but they're but. foreigners. They're not French. They're not actually French. Yeah, they're, it's, they're, like, it's, it's, it's sort of like, I mean, if I remember right from the, but, uh, not, not a lot, but the little bit of reading I've done about the French Foreign Legion, they sounded kind of like the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Like there's the, the screw-ups and like criminals yeah. who like, ran away. <laughs> yeah, but, right. They, and, and that's how they got, became French citizens is to join the Legion. I would recommend that the group leader, tactician, what have you, be either from the U.S. or the U.K. Yeah, I was I was thinking that too because like a good template, not necessarily exactly that, but I mean one of the things at work I have to do is Sunday nights I have to monitor rebroadcasting old episodes of the unit. Oh yeah, huh? and Dennis Haysbert, the All State guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like the man on the ground leader with Robert Patrick, the T one thousand, kind of like the leader in the back. <laughs> but he's got that great All State voice. Yeah, when he's telling people to do stuff, like there was one, there was an episode well, a couple of weeks ago where he's telling somebody to sit. The hell down, and it just came out. Sit the hell down. It's like, oh yes, sir. <laughs> but I mean, also yeah, like a like a UK guy would be. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's I think that accent lends itself to yeah. <laughs> lends itself to leading. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. It always seems to. Think okay, of Sean so, Connery. You know, exactly. So this could be uh, Scottish. So well, yeah. Could be. <laughs> Is he really Scottish? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> I thought he was Egyptian. Wait. And I do believe it's Sir. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was Sir not too long ago. Oh, wasn't yeah. He? Yeah, I think, yep. yeah, he was Sir. So the leader will be the UK person. Yeah. Do we want this to be male or female, the leader? Male. Yeah. Okay. Let's be yeah, dudes, got, dudes can get stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I could see it being either one. It's probably an older person, I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, um, but definitely with, and, uh, with some mileage, you know. Yeah, mileage, experience. Yeah, experience. All right, so let's move on. The martial artist, I'm assuming we're going to have them come from China. Assume. <laughs> Is that a good assumption, or do we want it from another country? It's a little cliche, but it probably works. Uh, for this, yes. <laughs> this is an action world, yeah. yeah. This is an action world, so it's basically the building blocks are cliches. Right, so, yes. So Chinese martial artist. So, His name so, is not Kwa Chang Kang, but... Okay, well, no, no. So is this uh, male or female? Ooh. Yeah, I think Let's women. make it a woman, yeah. 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 Okay. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. <laughs> ah, good, yes. The fixer slash demolitionist. What country do we want them to come from? Do you want me to read through the countries that are still open? Sure. Okay. We've got the U.S., Russia, France as the three uh, main countries. Then we've got someone from Africa and someone from South America. I could actually see someone from Africa doing that. What do you think? Yeah, sure. 
Okay, I think that we should probably pick a country that he is from in Africa. Angola. Angola? Yeah. Why not? Works for me. I don't really know anything about Angola, but uh, <laughs> because I'm on this continent and sadly jingoistic. <laughs> we don't need to know much. It's from Angola. No, we don't. I mean, we can just say Angola probably, and that'll... For the purposes of this world, we can just say Angola. Angola! Angola! Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I just I just wanted to look it up real quick just so that I can see. Okay, yeah, that's Angola. southern Angola. Okay, so is that- <laughs> does anyone have an Angola? <laughs> My throat is really scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that is going to have to happen, of course, at some point. Everything will go yeah. in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that <laughs> happens at the least convenient times. Especially explosions replayed three different times from three different angles. You know, anyone that happens with when no you're one looking at the explosions as they walk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, no. and doves <laughs> flying up for no reason whatsoever. So he comes from a war-torn area. It looks yeah. like, yeah, and yeah. southern Africa and such. So yeah, okay, that works. Hence, and he is the uh, which makes sense because you know they had a lot of must learn to survive that kind of thing. Okay, yep. And so, I'm thinking just like as a little point that the fixer he should probably be rather gruff and kind of curmudgeonly. Oh yeah, kind of crusty, kind of just like he's and uh, snarky. I'm getting the sense we're thinking this is a male. Is that yeah? yeah not I'm, much social skills so. either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His biggest skill obviously is fixing stuff and blowing stuff up. You don't have time. So this is someone with a lot of experience he's, then maybe. Oh, no, yeah. Very world weary. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking he's definitely got a lot of experience in fixing stuff and blowing up stuff, but he doesn't have the time to worry about being all friendly and nicey nice yeah. with everybody. It's good to have that type. Yeah, that's he, good. He does his damn job and that's it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The face. We've got the US, Russia, France, and South America. Uh French. Yeah, I was just a French say that. woman. French woman? Oh look yeah. out. That uh, makes her exceedingly dangerous and also allows for gratuitous sex scenes. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I was definitely, I was going to suggest French, too, because building a cliché world off of clichés, like the kinds of movies we're kind of basing this world off of, you usually, whenever you have a French guy or a French girl, they're always very, they could easily settle into, like, that face type, just very suave and cool and collected and just can charm the nuclear launch codes right out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Do we want her to be relatively young or relatively um, slightly less than young? Are we thinking, like, 20s or 30s, basically? 20s. 20s? Okay. Uh, I I would say late. 20s. I would okay. meet you like 28. Yeah, somewhere she's around a, there. An ex model. Is she eternally 29? <laughs> she's an ex model. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, I've been 29 for like eight years now, so. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I've had a similar experience. Um, <laughs> yeah, that happens, isn't it? Yeah, I know. What yeah, but no, I would, I would agree that, yeah, she, I would say an ex model would be a good thing for her. That works. Yeah. All right. She got recruited by this group somehow. Perhaps, mm-hmm. perhaps yeah. she was in some form of trouble at one point. And- <laughs> Well, we can. Uh, I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah. We can deal with backstories <laughs> later. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah, saved yeah. by the leader. We can deal with backstories later. I think yeah. for the moment we need to keep it shallow. Right, 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 right. Uh, <laughs> shallow, shallow. <laughs> keep it shallow, everyone. That's simple. Now let's see the sniper. We have U.S., Russia, South America. Yeah, you can make him U.S. Yeah, I was going to say probably U.S. Okay, so U.S. sniper, male or female? Again, it's. I think it is probably a male. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking probably a male out of like the actual Delta Force or like Marine Force Recon or something like that. Yeah, or the SEALs, something like that. You know. Yeah, that sounds good. I'd say someone who's probably relatively young, but not. Yeah. 
Not super young, but not... Young enough to still be somewhat cocky. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of a youngish, cocky hotshot. There you go. No pun intended, really, there, but... Which, uh... Apparently not noticed. <laughs> and he oh. is probably the most indifferent to killing in the whole group. Yes. Well, yeah, probably because he gets to be so far away from his killing. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, you do that enough times, it's like, yeah. okay, the pumpkin at the end of my scope just exploded <laughs> again. So. I've got to shoot another watermelon. Oh, yeah. well. You just see them as watermelons after a while. Watermelons and pumpkins and gourds. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah, that's that's all they are. <laughs> just fruit. How much? You start to calculate how much you could afford to lose to let the dots keep moving. <laughs> That's not quite the quote, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> um, we have the wheel person, who is then from either Russia or South America. Besides the wheel man, what's yep, left? Yeah. The hacker slash techie. Oh, uh, God. That would be the Russian. We'll let him be techie. a Russian. Russian so, techie. So the wheel man, yeah, the wheel man's from South America. South America? South America? Okay. Yeah. What, what from, part of South America? From Brazil. Brazil is good. Okay. Yeah, I, I uh, is this a crazy. male or a female wheel person? Two females, I think, is good. So Optimal for the now. group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they now occupy over 10% of the group. <laughs> we've, we've gotten to our 20, quota. Is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> we've we've reached our affirmative action target. <laughs> for the okay. I just have to repeat this now again. Uh, Crucible of Realms would now like to apologize to all female <laughs> listeners. Ever. Uh, for all our inadequacies. Sorry. We're sorry. We're guys. We're jerks. We can't help it. I need to just have that now on recording because we've been used. This is like the third episode we've used that in. Uh, so we just if, need to hit the button and play back the timer. Well, of Realms would like we, to apologize to all female listeners everywhere. So the wheelman is a Brazilian. How old do we want to make him? Pretty young. He's eighteen. Eighteen, but has so, been driving for eight years. Yeah, professionally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so this is uh, basically uh, a, a very young guy who is already a very old cab driver. He's a driving <laughs> yes, prodigy. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a, a driving yep. prodigy. So wait a minute, so is this like if Short Round had been Brazilian and yeah, had, uh, when, he, when he grew up, yes, this yep. would be him? Yes, he's the Mozart of the motorway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe it's someone who's like an ex-Formula uh, car driver. Yeah. I think he's a street racer. <laughs> Although actually, yeah, you would, yeah, you'd have to be a street racer because you, uh, First, either a street you have to be a certain age to make it into the formula yeah, like, races. Like either, yeah. either a street racer or like some kind of less than official rally car driver. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. We can get the uh, dirt like, rally. Yeah. yeah, he's got like all terrains experience. Like a, a taxi cab what was background. It what were those Vin Diesel's called Fast again? Fascinating. Yeah, so we can get those Fast and Furious vans in there. Um, Spent a lot of time when he was 11 racing for pinks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Liberating cars, racing them at night, that yes, kind of thing. There you go. Stupid neon and all kinds of things. Okay, so then that means the <laughs> techie is Russian. Yeah. And male, which we have stipulated. A Volkswagen and Beetle with neon lights. That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Volkswagen Beetle with neon lights rolling twice. <laughs> Those big, big rims and spinners. All right, sorry about that. Okay, sorry. Come back to us. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, and the Russian. Come back to us from the seventies. <laughs> the Russian is a, a mathematical genius. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. He's yeah. numbers. Okay, maybe one of those chess champions. <clears throat> yeah. Right. That, that's what I was thinking. And I'm thinking he's got to have some baggage. So yeah, he could be a bit older. I think. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, I was just gonna say like XKGB. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. So he may. And they. So he'd actually be the the next oldest person on the team, probably, if not the oldest. Not the oldest. Yeah. If he's not even older than the leader. He and he and the Brit used to probably play against each other. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Be on opposite sides of the board. Nice. Nice. Being XKGB. I'm thinking that his government did some bad, bad mojo jojo to him. 
Did you just make a Powerpuff Girls reference? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. Okay, I apologize for the Powerpuff Girls reference. <laughs> it's okay, but I'm just saying. Be careful with that. Yeah. Uh, Use that power wisely. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Great Powerpuff comes great responsibility. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and little happiness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and a curfew. And a bedtime. Let's see. Or Let's see. KGB. I'm just looking at this because I'm trying to make sure I know where we are. Right, right. 1954 to 1991. Okay. So he actually started on computers, like in the 80s, I'm assuming. Yeah. So he's been dealing with every iteration since he's then. Got, so this is like... He's a walking tech encyclopedia. Right. Yeah. He knows tech from today. He knows tech from the 60s. We can say that he was in his 20s in the 1980s and is now in his perhaps 50s. Yeah. 40s, 50s. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, exactly, because he doesn't go out and do stuff. Uh, He stays in the van. (laughs) (laughs) He stays in the van with the headphones on. Yes, he's that guy. Okay, very good. So we have our, uh, have our white hat. We have our ultra white hat team of awesomeness. Ultra white hat team of awesome. Now let us shift to the black hats. Black hats. We must figure out yes. what sort of thing they are opposing. <laughs> Who are they trying to stop? Cobra! I'm no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Is a, is no. a, it could be like Cobra in a way. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. Parent. I'm thinking probably some kind of international terrorist organization. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. So do we want to lean more toward paramilitary like Cobra, or do we want to lean more toward uh, spy-y like Smirsh, or uh, sort of what are we looking at here? I don't like paramilitary. Okay. Leave that for the grays. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking... Oh, goodness. Yeah, that would be interesting. <clears throat> It'd be a little more interesting if the gray was more your paramilitary, but yeah, so... Yeah, I think the real evil, if you think of the real evil people, they're not necessarily the combat people. <laughs> I think uh, we are talking... Or ears or... Uh, right, I think we are talking Smirsh or... And or, or, or uh, what uh, Quantum or... Quantum, uh, yeah, or what was the other one? The first one. Spectre. Oh, first. Spectre, yes. I mean, so, they definitely have combat people, but they have a bunch of red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, you gotta have moves. They're the yeah the <laughs> sacrificing minions. Is there anything that it can't solve? <laughs> <laughs> they have an endless supply of minions. Minions <laughs> to me. So actually, so do we want to actually go Gonzo with this and just say they have like a Blofeld figure at its head and you, uh, you know me, Jim. I'm always in favor of <laughs> Gonzo route. Of course. Uh, so like an international, maybe a uh, for hire spy organization of some kind, or that. Uh, no, I don't Those think they're for like hire. I think they're out for their. They have their own agenda. Yeah, they're out for their own agenda. What yep. is their agenda? I wonder. We need to <laughs> definitely work that out. But no, well, it's I'm world thinking... domination of world domination, world... of course. Yeah. Exactly. Well, of course. <laughs> How silly of me. <laughs> Next time. So they do um, things like trying to kidnap members of the UN to get them to sign over control of their countries to them, that kind of thing. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, or because that's totally how that would work. <laughs> totally. Or, well, no, well, no, that's uh, that's actually in this world it probably would. So they um, probably now this is the thing they probably have a much higher tech arm than the good guys because yes because otherwise how could they have the giant robots? Um, <laughs> well, not just that it's just that I mean and, and lasers they, they have to have lasers they have to have a lasers. Giant death ray yes. That's right. Doomsday devices are not cheap to build. <laughs> no, you know how expensive doomsday devices are? 
My God, it's not like you can just go down to the Kmart and pick up the do-it-yourself doomsday device kit. Yeah, it's difficult. I tried putting one of those things together. It didn't really work out. Yeah, the instructions were just, like, contradictory. thing didn't work, I'm telling you. <laughs> didn't even I mean, give me a headache, I mean. Yeah, I mean, we're still here, so. Yeah, I mean, this... <laughs> didn't crack the planet in half, damn it. Maximum range on the death rate, 20 meters. <laughs> oh! <laughs> So I can see them having like a number of hidden bases, mountain fortresses, and volcanoes. Uh, volcanoes always a popular yep. thing. Uh, maybe they have something in space. Yeah. Moonraker. Yeah. <laughs> Underwater fortress, that kind of thing. Yeah. This organization is starting to be like the richest people on the planet now that we're <laughs> thinking about it. If you think about it, that kind of makes a certain degree of sense because, you know, not a blanket statement, but you got to think a lot of the, the richest people on the planet, they had to compromise a lot to get yeah. that rich. Unless to say it. you don't get super villain rich without indulging in some skullduggery and villainy. Do they control a lot of the crime that goes on on the planet, or is that I, kind of a separate thing? I would think that they would. Maybe not like hands on day to day. A lot of the big people. bosses, yeah. the big big bosses that yeah. would be like over certain areas. It's organized uh, crime on a continental scale. Level. Yeah. yeah, right. I know it's sad, but I'm kind of thinking for a model in my head. I'm starting to think of the computer game Evil Genius, <laughs> where you have this one person at the top, and then you have these various Hench folk, yeah. who are your lieutenants, and then you have people under you that are, you've got minions, yeah, you know, I endless mean, minions, yeah. but then you've also got people who have sworn loyalty to you. Right. I mean, I, I would uh, almost think that, like, going off of the they control all the crime, yeah. almost seems to me like you've got, like, your Blofeld esque overlord over all this stuff, who's, like, the head of the Black Hats. He rules the whole thing with an iron fist, obviously. Yes. And of course, I'm clenching my fist and shaking it as I'm saying this because, you know, you've got. Me, <laughs> me too. Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> But, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking he's got, it's almost like an Illuminati of crime. Mm. Like a crime Illuminati. Like I mean, he's almost got representation from all kinds of other stuff. I mean, like, there, there would be, like, some mafia representation in there. In, like, his inner circle. I mean, he's got, like, mafia dudes in there. He's got, like, Yakuza dudes, Russian mob. Very good. Yeah, I can totally see that. How much do we really want to define about these guys, actually? Because we don't really have to define them as well as the White Hats. Yeah. Um, no, not much at all. I think we've hit... Most of what yeah, so we maybe want to define a little bit about the one guy, and I'm assuming it's a guy. Is it a guy or is it a girl? Maybe we don't know. That's a possibility. It could be a, a shadow is, figure. Yeah, the figure is so shadowy, no one really knows who he or she actually is. Is, yep. Okay. Just has, you know, there's just like a name. I would almost, I mean, almost like a Kaiser Soze <laughs> kind yeah. of thing, you know, that it could be anyone. Okay. This person is almost like the devil themselves. All right, yeah, and so at like the big meetings, you don't really see them, but yeah, they... That's, they uh... that's, yeah, that's almost where a more Charlie's Angels-esque aspect comes in, is like he's just a voice. Yeah, but Charlie's the bad guy. Yeah, but Charlie, exactly. <laughs> Charlie's Angels, but Charlie is the bad guy. And not only is Charlie the bad guy, he's the worst guy. So I'm thinking that then, aside from this, we might want to define a little bit about the main lieutenant, because that's going to be whoever handles the business. Day to day. Yeah, yeah. The, the in-person yeah. stuff. The one everyone's trying to catch. That's the one that's more visible yeah. and ultimately replaceable. So you can have a different one every movie if you really yes. want. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. But currently... Yeah, interchangeable so, uh, lieutenants. I like it. Yes. <laughs> currently, what kind of model do we want to use for the primary lieutenant? Do we want to have like an, an odd job type or is this like a... Uh, a Norwegian. A Norwegian could work. <laughs> Someone who has, like, a big Viking theme, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Like, sure, why not? We've had Vikings in a bunch of other episodes. Why not this one? Why not, like, okay. yeah, like, a, like a Sven von Vanderhuge or something? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So it's somebody who uh, is uh, very big, physically imposing, 
But he's smart. He's not. Yes. You want to make him, I think, even deceptively smart. Yeah, so it's like you think that he's going to be like Jaws yeah, from exactly. uh, like, the explains, James Bond movies, yeah, but he's I, I actually... This, yeah. He would be... Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of like the Nordic type, like the Viking yeah. type, like Dolph Lundgren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, only as opposed to just all, you know, roided out and I must break you. He projects the vibe that he's just like almost an unthinking wall of muscle. Like he's, you yeah. know, Ofeld's attack dog. Delving into comics briefly again, yeah. just to be very light amount that I've heard about this character. This could almost be like a Norwegian version of Bane, in yeah. a way. Yeah, that's actually... I could see that. That's where I was kind of going for, because, yeah, because Bane is huge and super strong because of his Venom yeah. stuff, but, yeah, he's also yeah. Almost, yeah, oh, this, out of smart. This guy, I don't know if he'd need to be enhanced. He's like a Viking in a business suit, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he, uh, yeah he's a Viking. So maybe he actually suit. does carry around an axe. <laughs> <laughs> oh... For intimidation factor, but he can also use it really, really well. Yeah. I, is that too over the no, top? No, no. Absolutely not. This I don't is an so. over the top world. Yeah, it's over the top world, so you got to have something. It's world of awesome. It's, the, it's epic world. Yeah. This summer, life <laughs> is epic. And, and, and of course, this guy, he's grilling one guy. And then he turns around and kills the guy next to him for betraying him, actually. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah. You always have to have that scene. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would think that he spent as much time refining his brain and sharpening his mind as he has basically pumping iron. He's, yeah, you know, how, like in the comic books, they're always <laughs> talking about how Batman has trained himself to the limits of human perfection. Basically, think like a big Viking evil Batman. Yes. I approve of this. <laughs> I'm seeing Rudger Hauer from yeah. Blade Runner. Like Roy Batty. Well, I think that's really all we need to define right now, then, about the Black Hats. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else for the Black Hats. You're right, the Black Hats don't need as much definition, I don't think, Yeah, as, yeah. The, as the Whites. And I think the Greys need even more, maybe, than the Whites. Oh, yeah. Because that's going to be the, your most interesting group. They're your pin balance, you know. Yeah. They what kind of way or the other thing is the gray? Are we were talking about paramilitary? Yeah, I mean, Do we I, go with that? Yeah, I, I would say that the, the <clears throat> gray. I think it would be a good idea to have the gray be more of a paramilitary kind of thing, like a for hire kind of thing. So like a Blackwater type thing or a uh, Blackwater. Oh yeah. I also yep. think that. A security organization. A a lot of them are from what we would consider the disaffected regions. So the people that were ignored by, yeah, so we've got some people from India here. Probably have like a a Croatian in there. I I think our Aussie is in here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think maybe there's an Australian in charge of it. Uh, It was a penal colony. That is right. It's true. For a little while in my head, I was thinking, okay, paramilitary, maybe it's like unit or something, but this is kind of a security group. Mm-hmm. They're going to have maybe something halfway between the whites and the blacks, because they have mooks, yeah. but maybe not as many mooks as the black hats do. Oh, yeah. definitely. But they have more specialists. Correct. Than, that, uh, that don't die. Yes, they, that, that don't they, die. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely put together a team counter to the white hats team. I can see this one as sometimes they're working with them, sometimes they're working against them, uh, especially if they're a for-hire, sort of a mercenary group. Correct. Yeah. If they form an elite group, how many? Ten? Ten. Oh, that's the question, is um, how big do we want this elite group, I guess, that we're going to be encountering frequently to be? And are they directly under the head of the organization, or, uh, hmm, actually, you know what? Well, something that I'm thinking about here that we could throw in, what if they are independent, but what if they think of themselves as kind of helping police the world? They're nominally against the black hats, right. but they think that they can do 
sometimes a better job yeah. than the White Hats. Of, I, mean, I would say, uh, actually, a lot of the, uh, maybe not a lot, but at least at least some of the time, they are absolutely correct in that, and they do do a better job than the Whites could do. Yeah, because they've got more support. Yep. The Whites are much more tied down with rules and procedure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, they've got people they've got to answer to. They've got to answer basically to the UN Security Council and like yeah. all these bureaucrats. The whites deal with a lot of red tape, I'm thinking. Whereas this is more like a, uh, maybe this is like an organization owned by an Australian billionaire. Made his money in like opals and... Yeah. So it's like we've got a, a Rupert Murdoch figure almost <laughs> <laughs> who's in charge of it. <laughs> So you're saying Fox News is a is a oh, yeah. arm of this gray area? Yeah, yes. Yep. Maybe. Maybe this is the part of Fox they don't tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when I end- how do you think they know where to go? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where do you think all that great video comes from? That's right. <laughs> So maybe it's like so. This would be actually kind of like the private foundation thing. Correct. Strangely enough. Yep. <laughs> They're a much more like a mercenary company. Yeah, so I'd say they're, they're run like a business. They're like yeah, a corporation. Like, yeah, they're cor- they're incorporated. They've got roles they have to follow, but nowhere near as much oversight as there is with the whites. Well, they can cross borders, plus while they want to keep things quiet, they don't necessarily have to deny their existence. Right. Correct. So they can actually have their men run all over the place. Right. Yep. Yeah. And they can, in the open. And they can yeah. actually buy their way out of trouble. Yeah. Yes. yes. Causing bigger messes that the White Hats then have to pay. (laughs) I like this. I like this a lot. I think 10 is a good number, but that's a lot of roles. Yeah, I I don't know that we'd need to flesh out the roles so much if we're going to have that many as like their elite core. Maybe just the couple of people at, at like the uh, at the face level. Well, yeah, the people that you'd see mm-hmm. most often, yeah. or the people who are most narratively important, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like the tactician, the face, and maybe one more. The driver, and then they, yeah, yeah <laughs> the man. driver, maybe, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you got the tactician, the face, and the driver are your most seeable yeah. guys, yeah, yeah, but so, then you've got however many we eventually need. Yeah, exactly. You never know how many, but there's almost like a not limitless, but a much larger pool, shadowy in the background to draw yeah. from. Yeah, because then uh, they, you've they, got you know, the core group of ten, but then uh, if one of them dies, then one of the agents can get moved up. Yeah, and you oh. know, and and no matter what kind of problem they encounter, they've got a guy for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, they've got. Yeah, Contacts all over the world. If somebody yeah. might not even necessarily be as you know, exact, kind of like an agent, but not right. in the core, but could easily be shifted from. Ooh, I'm almost thinking maybe this group almost has like field offices. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Like I think you know, it's got, like, I think divisions. they've got serious, serious money. Yeah, so they can yeah. throw money at things that I'm thinking for like their ultimate at the top boss. I don't know if you were joking or not, Jim, but you were saying like Rupert Murdoch. I was not joking, sir. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. I, I didn't. Say <laughs> but so definitely I mean, somebody like that. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm yeah. thinking. Someone almost even more so than Rupert Murdoch. Somebody who's almost like, like someone who out Murdoch's Murdoch. Yeah, somebody who out Murdoch's Murdoch. So almost Rupert like Murdoch. Hughes Branson. Yeah, like uh, Kent is saying, like a Howard Hughes type. Yep. That's yeah, a almost, thought. So, I don't know how he would work this, how this would come to be, but almost like an Australian melding almost of, yeah, like Branson, Murdoch, and maybe even Bill Gates. <laughs> we could totally make that happen. Yeah. yeah. 
We're talking a guy who's got basically, this guy is like the point oh 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 one percent and he's got like so much of the money, it's not even funny. Yes. Is that guy also the tactician, or does the tactician answer to him? I would say the tactician answers to him. Okay. Because that, that works. the guy, for sake of ease right now, let's call him Big Boss. I don't think he's really going to do anything. He's just the one with the money, right? He's the one with the money, and he ultimately, I, mean, I would say he gives the tactician a lot of leeway. Yeah. But, from time, but you're, you're going to see him from time to time. Yeah, you're going to see oh, yeah. him. Oh, yeah. The vision. Yeah, he's got a vision of the world. Yes. That he wants to make, you know. But I mean, and thankfully for I think for everybody and for like these white hats and everybody else, he's got basically humanity's interest at heart. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not over there rolling his hands, you know, in evil yeah. mockery. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, no, he's no. Not sitting there twisting his mustache. But right. it's funny because he almost could be in a way because he's yeah. got a vision for the world. It's just that his vision happens to be uh, his, more. His vision you know, counteracts <laughs> Blofeld. Yeah, exactly. I think, <laughs> and I think he's on a timetable. He's dying. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's trying yeah, to enact these things. Yeah, he's... Oh, there you go. He's trying to make the world as much better of a place as he can with okay, this so. group of his before he goes. Yeah, well, it needs to be a slow-acting thing yes. so he can... Oh, yeah, yeah, We can see him over multiple seasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cancer, but not pancreatic films. cancer. Something that he can have treated with all kinds of weird experimental treatments and yeah. expensive treatments. He's got all the money. Yeah, so he's kind of like a philanthropist, maybe someone who has like a huge... Uh, do we want to go with a media empire as, as like a, his... Uh, he would almost have to. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> have to have like a, a media empire, and he probably has oil and, and uh, even yeah. some, some like something of like a technology conglomeration. Yeah, yep. he's got his fingers in a lot of pies. Yes, okay, That's very unsanitary, but it works. It is <laughs> okay. So we know where he's from. We know his gender, and we know he's probably an older guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not super old. Yeah, <laughs> super old. No, not super, super old. I think he has a young wife. And she, oh. she's she's the bleeding him. Oh, no, she's, she's the, the tactician. tactician. Whoa! Oh, that's a cool idea. I like. So that. he's married to the tactician. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. That is very interesting. Let's do that. Yeah, nice that's twist. cool. I, yeah. Okay. I, I like that. And everybody and, uh, thinks she is bleeding him. They probably play that angle up. Yeah, they play that angle in the public eye. Yeah, she's Anna so, Nicole Smith. Exactly. Yeah. In the public eye, she's like Anna Nicole Smith or Kim Kardashian. Right. Yeah. But behind the scenes, she's a lot more like, say, like Helen Mirren in red. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I could see. So that. actually, then, how old is she? Is she going to be like in her, is she in her 20s or yeah. 30s? Or? Yeah, I think she's she's 20s. Yeah, and, and he's yeah. probably 60s. <laughs> yeah. Can we say late 20s? Because that yeah, probably don't work the best but yeah she they they have a public face definitely yeah. a rich and, tycoon and she probably yeah, and she probably actually wears like power suits and stuff and what oh, yeah. when you see her in public what does know, our though. french woman have she's 28 too isn't she yes and what is her job i forget she is the face Ooh, yeah those the other group yeah. flashing quite a bit she's the f- they, were, they were rival models or something <laughs> well i i actually i yes. kind of give this one a slightly different background because if she's the tactician I kind of think that she would have yeah. a military background of some kind. Well, and, that, and that would work in this like Michael Bayish universe we've created here. Oh yeah, all the time in a Michael Bay movie, you see somebody who's not only like the smartest woman in the world, she's also the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> well, yes, I mean she can be uh, she can be that. Uh, <laughs> well, but if her husband's the richest man in the world, she could be a model if she wanted. I suppose yeah. that is true. Well, maybe there's uh, lots of photo paint. Something photo where top. there was yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't think that she spends a lot of her time doing that, is all I'm saying. Oh, no, not anymore. 
Not anymore. That's what it, I'm saying. It's just I don't think she would have been recruited from that. It's all. It, it, oh no, no. I think maybe she would. Maybe she made she was, it into like a uh, a military calendar or something. No, no, no. I, um, not that she would. She wasn't so much recruited from that, from being a model. But I, I would think at some point, as part of to like throw people off their trail. It's her cover. Yeah. Yeah, they did that as kind of like a cover. So they're kind of making it look in the media as though she's a trophy wife. Right. Exactly. But they make the, it look like she's right. a gold digging trophy wife. Yeah. But yeah. In yeah. In reality, yeah. she shares just as much as Big Boss, his vision of making the world a better place and okay. doing whatever they have to do to make the world a better place. Where is she from? Hmm. I think maybe he plucked her up from somewhere war-torn where she would have had a good deal of experience. Like Kosovo or Slovenia? Yeah, she's like got that like exotic Eastern European Ooh. or... Or who knows? Maybe she's from, maybe he she might be from, from darkest Canada. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Canadian connection now. But uh, yeah, so maybe she's from Eastern Europe, Stan. Um, <laughs> yeah, that works. I just wanted to nail something down yeah. because, uh, and, and I mean, you can even keep that vague. It doesn't, she doesn't have to be from Serbia maybe, or something. Cause she I, be, yeah, because I could say like Czechoslovakia, but yeah, I'm not Czechoslovakia sure. or wherever Czech, Czech Republic, but I'm not sure and, quite. But yeah, no, I would I would say definitely that Big Boss. He's got feelers out all over the world. He's always looking for talent. For, yes. the, for this organization of his, and in the early days of when he was putting this together, she pinged on whatever radar he's got. Yeah. And then, right. like when he went to check her out, she impressed him so much that she's his right hand, basically. That might be another person we name is somebody who's the recruiter. Yeah, you're right. I think Big Boss, because he's got to spend a lot of time. Yeah. Being the richest man in the world, and he's got his fingers in so many pies. Yeah, he's definitely got a recruiter. Something like yeah. Somebody like, in the inner council. The, yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody who's like a Nick Fury type almost. Or that guy who Nick Fury sends around to do everything. Yeah. Agent Coulson. Yeah. Yes. Agent Coulson. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, got, he's got an Agent Coulson. Yeah. You know, like he sent Agent Coulson to go check out what the future wifey, and Agent Coulson basically called him back and said, "Sir, you got to come and meet this woman yourself." That works. You know, right. check check her out, and then he, like I said, he was so impressed with her. And I'm, I'm thinking she just has like a naturally gifted tactical mind. She has just a lot of raw talent, and then he had people train her up. I still see a little conflict between yeah. our French woman and our. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, see, well, like, it's good because she like, can. Uh, well, like what I was, well, I'm thinking. I, I was just looking at uh, Yugoslav Wars, uh, ninety-one to ninety-five. There you go. War of Slovenia, awesome. Croatian War of Independence, Bosnian War, yeah. And so maybe she actually fought in a number of those things yeah. and hired on with whoever she could. But you see, because that also gets her a nice point of being able to come into conflict both with the uh, the white hats, but with the white well the black hats, but also the white hats, the white French hats, yeah, mm-hmm. face uh, face woman, and then also their techie yeah. who used to be in the KGB and there probably the last thing in his career he had to do was catch her and he couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was his white whale. I still see all the black hats going, cat fight, cat fight. <laughs> so I think we've defined a good deal about the tactician, the gray face. Who is <laughs> the gray face. <laughs> the gray face. Where do we want the gray hat's face to be from? Canada. <laughs> is that the Canadian? That's is that the, the Canadian? Canadian. I think so. I think so, yeah. we got to get the Canadian. The nicest person you will ever meet. So he appears. Yeah. Yes. And I, uh, I can an, see that being a guy. I, I yeah. think of him as, as an anchor man. <laughs> Someone who's kind that of. Uh, square, you know, the jaw and just yeah. perfect hair. and It's like that. He's got that eternal niceness or, thing about him, that aura of goodness, that Bob Barker quality. Yeah. yeah. Well, it makes that. It makes uh, sense because no he's on the guy's network, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that we do go that way. 
Yeah, and, well, maybe actually, maybe we could. Yeah, maybe he was uh, then, an actor no turned what, reporter. Exactly, and like no matter what his name actually is, for some reason he just always gives the impression that his name is Doug. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The niceness. Just the niceness. And, and, he's, and he, so he's, he's probably, like we want to say, and, and that also, again, can put him up against, we have a lot of enemies specifically for the face and the white ats. This is interesting. Does he, uh, I'll do the one sparkle between the teeth. Ding. Yes, exactly. <laughs> totally. You can totally pull that off. His hair is perfect. <laughs> his hair is perfection itself. That's his superpower. Yeah. Yes, that's right. He has perfect hair. It and so I'm guessing must even in a window. You ever see the um, How I Met Your Mother? Barney, he can't take a bad picture. Right. But that, that's the whole thing. They go to take his picture, and he's looking down. And when they actually take the picture, he's, he's you know, got perfect. That, he's got that one eyebrow raised, the smile, and one hand on the tie. Yeah. No matter what he's actually doing, he's got yes. like that ding. Mr. Photogenic. He always gives the impression of having like that male catalog pose, just hot. Yes. <laughs> and so I'm thinking he's in his 30s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the gray hat driver. Where do we want gray hat driver to uh, be from? He's, he's an X formula. Here's mm-hmm. our X formula. Ah, okay. Guy. Italian. Oh, he's, he's yes. The, yes. He's a stick. Like Schumacher. He's the stick. Good call. Yeah, Italian, um, Italian. X formula racer, Grand Prix racer. Yeah. Always yes. thinks he's going to get the lady, but never does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's the Stig from from Top Gear. From Top Gear, the British Top. Gear. Oh yeah, the guy that's always wearing the helmet. Uh-huh. You don't know who he is? Yeah, okay, uh-huh. very cool. <laughs> Some say he doesn't know what envelopes are for. He's always got a white racing suit on and a full coverage white helmet. Okay, helmet. Yeah. Okay, so this is someone who used to do a job like that, but yeah. at this point, since he's the wheel guy, you probably see his face. You don't have to. Well, this is someone you're going to see from time to time. So it's yeah, the, I would, uh, yeah, I would say yeah. They always shoot the picture from chin level. I mean, yeah, he's a he's, he's a disguise guy too. Yeah, well, probably not so much as the face could be, but I, I, he, right. we could say he also has some skill in that direction. Right, where he, he wears can, hats and yeah, he can do that. False okay. noses, stuff like that. He's always wearing mirror shades. Yeah, the mirror shades. I'm yeah. totally in favor of. Yeah, he's definitely got to have like the mirror. So the I just I, when you talked about Italian driver, I just immediately saw I saw the mirror shades, the mustache, and the long scarf. <laughs> there you go. Long scarf. And almost to like like a Tom Baker Doctor Who length. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a white scarf there, so it's like uh, yeah. it's like one of those World War One RAF scarves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trails out way behind it when or, you or like it. like or like that sixties like Roman holiday kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. Okay. And he should, I mean, not as much as their face guy, but I'm thinking actually that he needs definitely some of that, like, Italian charisma going on. Yeah, he's genuinely yeah. famous. Right, right. Yeah, he's, you know, like Pierre Varum. Oh, yeah, he can totally be an ex-formula yeah. guy, so he, uh, Enzio ex-formula racer, the, so yeah, he, he totally... formula champion of the world. People would perhaps have known who he was at one point. Yeah. And that's how he gets that's... out of tickets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming uh, the cops can even catch him. Right, That's yes, right. there you go. Let's see. Uh, oh, yes, and I, we added an Agent Coulson, so... Uh, yeah, he's got to have a... Got to have the Agent Coulson. So recruiter. basically, this is the actual lieutenant for the boss. Yeah. And so the recruiter, this guy, what is this person like? What do we want to do with this person? I think he's a Brit, too. Okay. I mean, either British or American with him, mm-hmm. because okay. in the Marvel movies, they've really nailed it with Agent Coulson. Yeah. The guy obviously has skills, right. but also he's like one of those types of guys, he's so bland looking. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's, 
He's you forgettable. Know? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, but he's he's doing, forgettable, but well, he's yeah. doing really important work. Yeah. yeah, I see someone who's very much like a company man type. Yeah, exactly. Company man or company woman, I don't know. Do we want this to be male or female? Male. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking male. A really, really boring guy. Mm-hmm. He can blend into like any background. Okay. No matter well, what. if that's the... Okay, do we want him to be uh, American or British? I'd say American. Yeah. yeah. I, I, American. My fine. gut is saying American. So. Yeah, my vote would be for American. And he doesn't give a definite region. I mean, like, it's no. not, he's not, like, obviously from New York City. He has the Agent South. Smith, Dan Rather voice. Right. Yeah. He's Midwest. <laughs> that Midwest accent. He's kinda, yeah. He's kinda, exactly. He's kind of like that indefinable Midwestern type. Yeah. Kansas you know? or Oklahoma. Somewhere exactly. there. He's very average looking. Okay, so like 30s? Nope. Yeah. 30s, 40s? I would 30s. say 40s. 40s. Yeah, 40s. He's got enough experience on him that he knows that, you know, he, he and he's perfectly fine with, with always just blending into the background and mm-hmm. finding yeah. this exceptional talent. And then I think maybe when the chips are down uh, and his talent has to be revealed, he can be like a Secret Service agent almost in the yeah. way that he's able to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, like FBI is how yeah. I thought. He's he escaped the Oklahoma bombing. Yeah. He's Maybe the, he's the ultra generalist. Yeah, like so he it's like knows, he can yeah. carries the hand cannon. He can use it, and he can also do a little bit of martial arts. And he can do, you know, he's got a lot of different things he can and do. That's what makes him good at recruiting because he can yeah. spot what yeah, makes knows, the difference between the genius. He's a jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, right. He's a dabbler. That totally works. Okay, so with the White Hats, how long has their division been around? Has it been a long time or just as long as the Security Council has been in place? Yeah, I I think since it's been in place. Yeah, I would think yeah that when they formed their Security Council, they realized they would have to have something like this, just like this arm of the, that is the White Hats, an action I mean, arm. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. think, but I don't, I don't think it was fully active until after the Cold War was right. Yeah, active. no, it was yeah. in some sort of like an embryonic form. The Security Council was formed like maybe post whatever this Earth's World War II was like. Okay, it was in its infancy, sort of like like the OSS kind of turned into the CIA. Yeah, right. I think it started out much smaller. I'm thinking maybe like the middle to the end of the Cold War is when Blofeld and the Black Hats kind of popped up. They're Cuba. (laughs) Yeah. And Crisis. So I think each of these groups should have a symbol and a mission, if that makes sense. Does that sound good? Yeah. What would be a good symbol for the White Hats if they use one? Mm. Uh, Something where it's like you see it, you realize who it is, but only if you're certain people. Yeah. Held down by bureaucracy, yet able to travel the world. Maybe the world is part of their symbol. Okay. <laughs> like the globe. Well, actually, you know what? I'm thinking maybe a more of a representational globe where it's yeah. like, you don't actually have the continents on it, but maybe you've got some lines on it. Yeah. Ooh. An impressionist globe. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. You want to do something like on a globe or like a... globe a, uh, with a sword through it? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Sword Quick. hilt at the bottom? Sticking out. Yeah, sticking through it. And anything around it, like encompassing that, like... Uh, Olive branch or something like that, or yeah, I'm thinking UN like that doesn't have like like a long, yeah. The yeah. UN has two laurels on either right. side of a globe right. that faces top down, like you're looking at the okay. northern hemisphere. I'd like to think that maybe the the sword is instead of sticking through the planet, just in front of it. Okay, uh, yeah, just so that we don't give the wrong impression. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the sword sticking through the planet would yeah would probably point. would probably give the wrong idea. Well, then maybe yeah. there's no sword. Maybe there are wings or. Uh, I know, I like the sword. No, the sword is I good. I think the sword, the sword is a good is idea, good. but yeah, just kind of um, like in front of it. It's in front of it. 
it. Sort of like we are the mighty sword that protects the world. Exactly. I think that will work. So I think, yeah, I think of it just like a, an impressionist globe. globe with the a sword, sword in front of it, pointing upward. Yeah. And no uh, continents, just lines. I like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And what is their mission? Just protect the Earth? We fight evil so you don't have to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we don't have to spell out word for word a mission statement. Yeah. But. To quench the fires of anarchy? That can work. Yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> Yeah, that's not bad. To quench the fires of anarchy. Fires of anarchy. And that sounds pretty epic. So, yeah, yes. That goes uh, uh, with let's system. go with that. Yeah. <laughs> fires of anarchy. The Black Hats. We need a symbol for the Black Hats. It's an eye. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it could be an eye. It could be an eye. <laughs> it's been done a lot. Yeah, yeah that is true. And, uh, One does not simply walk into the Black Hats. <laughs> it could just be a dark helmet. <laughs> what about just a black fist? fist a black clenched fist? Yeah. Like a black hand, it's not quite doing it, but you can see if this black hand were to close its fingers, the world is kind of like in the oh, hand. Oh, yeah, in it. Yeah, clutching, yeah. Like clutching the globe? Yeah, that's... Okay. Clutching it so this out to crush it. Now, so coincidentally, it, it, this would also be a globe in this one, then. Yeah, there would, this would also be a globe in this one. Maybe the globe is definably the Earth. Yeah. Yes, it definitely has the continents in there. Yeah, it's it's definably the Earth, and this hand is just on the point of crushing it. Okay, so a hand clenching a globe. Yeah, yep. a black and hand. Is the hand coming from the side or from the bottom? I like the I'm thinking, side. What I was saying is just raise the arm like you're going to side shoot. Oh, so still like, holding the globe? Yeah, yeah it's still like, holding the globe, but it's coming yes. in from the right side yeah, at a 90-degree yeah. angle. Yeah, you can do that so you can still see the globe within the hand. Yeah, no, that works. We can do that. And what is the Black Hat's mission? To rule the world. World domination. I'd kind of like to see maybe a little bit of the reasoning behind it. Why do they want to rule the world? The world's a mess, and somebody needs to rule it. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's, that's legitimate. Maybe it's yeah, like... No, that's, kind of, that's that... kind of what I was going for, is that like this Blofeld character <laughs> thinks that Earth society is just completely useless and corrupt. Ever seen Dr. Horrible? That was yeah, just, I was just thinking... Yeah. Yeah. The world is just a mess, and I need to rule it. <laughs> this Blofeld guy, he's basically decided, and this is like speaking to the world governments, none of you know what the hell you're doing. I'll take it from here. <laughs> okay. If I have to crush you to get there, fine. You, you've had your chance. No, you've had your chance. <laughs> now it's my turn. It's almost like quenching the fires of anarchy as well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Similar mission, but different to, methodology. To, to dominate and enslave. Uh-huh. Yes. For a better world. For a better <laughs> world. Yes. yes. To dominate and subjugate for a better world. For world. a better tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, a better, better tomorrow. Dominating and subjugating for a better tomorrow. Oh, nice. Okay, the Grey Hats, what sort of symbol would they use? Since it's a known organization, this is something that people would be able to see. think about a windmill? Hmm. Windmill? Hmm. Kind of brings to mind Don Quixote. That's where I was was going with that. They're trying to change the world. That's true, yeah. It's it's still anthropical. Yeah, actually, I can totally, yeah. Yeah, they kind of are tilting at windmills. I almost want to say, I I don't know if it's Art Deco windmill, but something that's like a minimalist-drawn windmill. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you've got the lines. Right. Like a trapezoid with... With mm. four lines coming off of it. Okay. Uh, well, like the top. Saying. Look like yeah. like have a bunch of F. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a stylized, very sort of minimalist drawn windmill. 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of their logo. Mm-hmm. And it's also a corporate logo. <laughs> so, yeah. And their motto? Yes. What is their... Well, we already kind of know their mission because we went into detail about it. They're trying to make the world better. But I guess we right. can try to sort of figure out a little bit more about their angle if we want to. It's really... Uh, because they're trying about, to be philanthropic, but to a very specific method. Yeah. Something about fate and turning the wheel of destiny or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, no, it needs to be actually, something about changing destiny. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Something along the lines of, like, writing all the wrongs. Writing all the wrongs. Which is funny, because they look more like the White Hats. Yeah. yeah. But they're not. That's they're not. not. Yeah. <laughs> because they have a very specific shortcuts. agenda. <laughs> yeah, they take shortcuts. They have a very specific agenda. And their idea of what's good for the world is not necessarily everyone else's. Right. Mm-hmm. In, in much the same way as, you know, Fox News considers itself <laughs> fair and balanced. <laughs> Pardon me while I scoff. Scoff, scoff. For the but one not world everyone order. believes that. Yeah. For the one world order. Yes. Are there any other details we want to throw out before we start naming stuff? Just remember, big explosions. Big explosions, lots of two steps from hell style music in the background. Yes. And in this earth, God is Don LaFontaine. <laughs> I mean, he unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Oh, that's right. That's, what is it? He's. I think uh, Jim Cummings has replaced him, hasn't he? Oh, really? I think so, yeah. yeah. He's that guy the, this summer. This summer. In a world of fright. Featuring. <laughs> this summer, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Little Tortilla Boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that Pablo Francisco. Yeah. Movie, but yeah, no, he was the movie trailer guy yeah. who had that epic voice. We already established that the Black Hats have many bases all over the place. We established that the Gray Hats have many bases all over the place. But the Black Hats are always cooler, like they're underwater. Well, yeah, that's right. They're more Bond villain. Yeah, they're more Bond villain. The Gray gray Hat bases of operations are more like, you know, just corporate offices. Right. The the flat in Europe. The White Hats bases of operations, I think, is just probably constantly mobile. It's going to be, they're going to have apartments in places. uh, It always has to be in secret, so it's... Oh, yeah. Maybe even something along the lines like a, some kind of like stealth, almost aircraft carrier type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, because we can't the big really. Air, have, the big airship. Yeah, if, yeah, if we could go to like the shield, <laughs> uh, the shield helicopter. I don't want to go totally shield. But maybe they do have like a large boat or something. Yeah. Or a, uh, We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> on on which there is a fighter of some kind yeah. that they can fly off. Do we want to get that extreme? I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's an epic <laughs> world. There's no such thing as too extreme. That's true. And I kind of see these guys as essentially. <laughs> Having the smallest budget, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, most of your epicness for this is definitely going to come from the Grey Hats. Yep. Yeah. You're going to have your almost cartoonish, super villainy, Bond villainy stuff coming right. from the Black Hats, and the White Hats are almost underfunded. They're yeah. bringing it, but with a different... They're bringing it, but with not as much flash and flair as the yeah. Grey Hats bring. I mean, they've got they the have... cool toys, but there's not really... They don't have a central location they can go to, per yeah. se. It's just, you know, meet at this place, and, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Get your mission wherever you are, and <laughs> summon everyone together when it's time. Basically, I'm thinking like the gray hats are Sean Connery mm-hmm. and the white hats are like, what's his name? Like, what was it? George Lazenby? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see that. That like awkward fill-in bond. Between episodes of Connery. Yeah. I think we can name stuff now. Okay. Let us start with the White Hats. What do we want to name their tactician, the leader, the uh, older guy from the UK? We need a, a good, solid British name like mm-hmm. Edward... Edward Nelson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In the White Hats, the Chinese martial artist female person. Lei Wing. What does Win? W E I. Wing. Wei? Li Wei Chen? No, I'm not calling her Li Wei. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? This is a bomb because film. The oh. word Li Wei. <laughs> Li Wei is also Li an English Shung word. Li Li Shung Fang. Li Li Fang? 
Yeah, that worked. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, the Fixer Demolitionist from Angola <laughs> is next on my list. He's the crusty guy. No one wants to. Yeah, he's the crusty guy. His first name is kind of a cool one. Helder. Helder? Helder, H-E-L-D-E-R. As a first name? Or? Yeah, as a first name for boys. And it's one of the top 100 Angolan names. Helder is good. The Angolan president is Jose Eduardo dos Santos. Dos Santos? D-O-S, yes, S-A-N-T-O-S. Hey, that works. Helder dos Santos. We can do that. That's good. The French face. Female. Yep. Yes. Uh, Marie Raquel. Marie? Marie is a good one. Marie is good. Sonia. S-A-U-N-I-E-R. Sonia. 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 That's not bad. Yeah. Marie Sonia. Marie Sonia. Marie Sonia. It has a nice flow to it, I think. The sniper, who is from the U.S., male. We said he was young, cocky. Oh, that's right. Young, cocky, and... Probably uh, out of, like, Delta Force or, you know, the SEALs or something like that. I think he was a Marine. They're, or, yeah, or a Marine. they're renowned for their snipers. Yeah. I like Mark. Mark. I like Mark, too. He's a, <laughs> and that actually sort of Mark... It needs to be something kind of unassuming, I think. Smith? Well, no, Ooh. not that unassuming. Not that. <laughs> unassuming, but not faceless. Mark Jacobson. There you go. I'm trying to think of somebody who is basically, uh, his moral compass is kind of missing. Yeah, I, I think we could work Jacobson. Okay. Okay. The wheel man from Brazil, the Spanish. 18-year-old. Yeah, it's going to be a very Spanish-y sounding. Portuguese. Portuguese. But not too common. Yeah. Uh, Silva Santos, we've already used. Rafael. Oliveira. Pereira. Not bad. I like, I like Rafael, too, actually. Pereira. Or Rafael Diego. (laughs) Rafael. Let's see. Pereira, Costa, Cavalcanti. Costa. I like that. Costa. Rafael Costa. Yeah. Yeah. That'll work. All right. Because they'll call him Rafi. Or Rafe. Rafe, get the car! Yeah. The American uh, calls him Rafe. Rafe Costa. The Russian hacker. Like Sergei. He burned out late 40s, early 50s Russian hacker. uh, Yeah, I think Sergei for the first name. Sergei is good. Uh, Sergei Petrov. That's not bad. We like Sergey Petrov? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. So that takes care of everybody that we identified in the white hats. Oh, okay. good. Black hat. Yeah, the black hats. Yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> the Shadow Kaiser Sosa type guy. <laughs> the boss. The Blofeld. Not Australian. He's Where is he? He's from. Don't, we don't know. We don't know because he's such a shadow. Oh. He or she is such a shadowy figure. It's really just a question of what they call him. Yes. It's a probably nickname. not a name. Yep. Yeah. It's like it's, a control or something. It's I don't like know. the leader or. Yeah. Or master or. Mr. Smith or something. I don't know. Mr. Black. <laughs> Mr. Black. <laughs> Mr. Purple. Apex. Ooh. Apex. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, no, I kind of like that, actually. Someone that they go name Apex, basically. As as if he is the Apex. I I just got my commands from Apex. Yeah, he just needs one name, Apex. Okay. The uh, Viking Lieutenant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Sven. Yes. Sven. Sven. Actually, I like the idea of just calling him Sven, and he doesn't have a last name. Yeah. Yeah. He's a thug. We don't need last names. He's a Bond thug. The Greys. The Boss. We know he's from Australia, right? Yes. We can actually, I mean, we can name him. They're going to be known people. I like the name Lackland. Lackland. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Now, I don't know what, there was a guy named Is that a first name or a last name? That's the first name. L-A-C-H, 
L A N. Yeah, I think yeah, Lachlan. There's a Lachlan Macquarie was one of the founders of Australia or, or Free Australia, that is. But I don't know what a last name would be. Well, now looking at the surnames: Smith, Jones, Williams, Brown, Taylor, Gwynn, Johnson, Martin, White, Lachlan White. Lachlan Taylor? Mm. Not bad. That could work. Sure. That kind of sounds like the head of a multinational conglomerate of things. Yeah. How are you spelling Taylor? T-A-Y-L-O-R. Is it? Okay. Agent Coulson, who is... <laughs> his, the recruiter. Uh, his recruiter. Recruiter. He, he's an American. American. He's got to have and, a very generic name. I don't know that we want to generic it as much as Smith. You know, actually, we might not even... Uh, the recruiter, I don't know if we'd even know his name. It'd yeah, be, I think we might. His first, we might or it'd I, be like Mr. Somebody. I have a feeling it looks like we know his first name or his last name, but not both. Yeah, I, I would say we only know his last name. He's he's either like Mr. Williams or Agent Williams. Oh, yeah. Yes. I like that. Agent okay. Williams. Agent Williams is good. Okay. The Gray Tactician, the head of the Gray Special Ops Group. She's female, right? Female and from Eastern Europe. Uh, probably she, Yugoslavia, but not sure. Didn't we also make her Lachlan's wife? Uh-huh. Yes, we did. So her last name would be Taylor. It would be. So it would, But she would also have... She's got a hyphenated name. Okay. Oh, does she? <laughs> she can, I guess. I'm just playing. Oh, she could. Where okay. did we make her from? Yugoslavia. Yeah, probably Yugoslavia, but it's murky. Do we want a hyphenated last name or just leave it at Taylor? Right. So she's also being portrayed as the gold digger. So wouldn't she try and keep her name? Uh, yeah, there is that. That might be. Yeah, that's a good point. She'd probably have a cover name if nothing else. Yeah. Uh, for her last name. So let's see. Natalia. Oh, that's Yugoslavian. Natalia is a good first name. Yeah, for uh, yeah, for her first name. Yeah, I, I would totally go with Natalia. The press would probably actually try to get a last name for her. That's separate. Whether it's hyphenated or not doesn't really matter. And it's not actually her last name, but it's... It's the last name she uses. What's, yeah. It's what she used, yeah. So let's go back to Russia for that. Yeah. Just keep things simple. Is there something that begins with G? With G? Uh, Gavrilov, Gagolin, Galkin, Garin, Gerasimov. Gusarov. Uh, Glinka. Glinka. Glinka, yeah, that was a composer, but uh, we could use that. Natalia Glinka. Yeah. <laughs> really? Natalia Glinka Taylor. Yep. Okay, the gray face. <laughs> the gray face. Uh, uh, chuckle at the, the gray face. Canadian, oh, highly didn't polished. Begin, didn't we say Doug? Doug. Doug. Someone said Doug. Doug. Yeah. Doug is a joke. It doesn't have to be Doug. No, no, Doug worked. We can go with Doug. Okay. Well, Douglas, because he's a little more suave. Douglas, what would his last name be? Canadian. Let's see. One Canadian surname. Alan Anderson. Douglas Anderson. Sorry. Yeah. That's not bad. Douglas yeah. Anderson. Yeah, that works. All right. The gray driver. The Italian guy. Ah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been waiting for this, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. You've been rubbing your hands in an evil fashion. <laughs> Benzo? Um, Enzo's good. Yeah, Enzo? I think Enzo's good for, for a first. Oh, Enzo? Yep. Uh, I mean, there's obviously Enzo Ferrari. That's the... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> Enzo, Enzo Ferrari, Enzo Lamborghini. Enzo. Ruler, Enzo is ruler of large estate. <laughs> ah, yes. Lacona. Uh, La Forgia. Lagana. Lagana. That sounds pretty good. Enzo Lagana? Uh, Enzo Lagana is... Yeah. Uh, Enzo Lagana. Enzo Lagana? Enzo Lagana. That's it, love. All right. L-A-G-A-N-A. Good. Okay, we are down to the organizations. Oh. What do we want to call the White Hats? Something fairly generic. You know, because it's a, it's a government okay. body. 
So maybe something about a sword, since that's in their symbol. Mm-hmm. Broadsword? Broadsword. Broadsword might work. <laughs> Cutlass, no. Uh, <laughs> blade. Broadsword's actually the best name I uh, thus far, but we haven't had many. Ape. Bodkin. No, no. Wait. <laughs> Gladius? Uh, Gladius is not bad. Yeah. Do we want broadsword or Gladius? Yeah, I think it has to be one word, so I like Gladius a lot yeah, better. That's good. Broadsword just kind of makes it a little... Because it's got to be an acronym. Yeah, it could easily be one. Do we have to come up with the acronym? Or no, just... please no. <laughs> yeah, I stink at acronyms, so no. Now, the Gladius is the Roman sword. We can just call them Gladius, and we can they can say it stands for a number of different things that stand we... Stand for global, never blah, fully... blah, 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 blah. Yes. The black hats. What do we want to call them? Now the leader is the apex. <laughs> the apex. So, so we need to get a either a mountainish name. Acme. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Climax. Oh gee. <laughs> Crown. Height. Peak. Point. Summit. Spire. Spire. That's that's pretty. Vertex. Zenith. X and vertex. That's sort of like spire. We want to go with spire. Okay. If there are no objections, we'll call them Spire. Okay. And that's an acronym, too, but we just don't have Of to. course, yeah. yes. And the Gray Hats. Their symbol is a windmill. The windmill, yeah. Do we want to go with something with Don Quixote in it? And I'm thinking about it, about something about Don Quixote. Something about chivalry, maybe. Or knight errants. I'm thinking almost it would be. it could be something that gives the image of, like, a protector. Guardian, champion, defender... Crusader. Safe, Crusader is not bad. I like that. But something Crusader. Organization. Or Crusade, or, yeah. Crusade could be yeah. the name of the organization, though. Yeah. I can see that we've got Crusade agents or out here or something like that. Won't be very popular in the Middle East with that name, but... Probably <laughs> not. But that's, but that's part of the whole thing. This is uh, an organization that's not all that popular with a lot of people. They're coming! Hide the number zero! And I can totally see it's like this place is crawling with crusade agents. Yeah. Crusaders. Crusaders. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they could call, I mean, that could be a kind of a nickname that they call members of the organization. Crusaders, yeah. I think Crusader works because of Crusaders yeah, no. were relentless. And yeah, and they were doing what they thought was yeah. right and kind of like remaking the world how they thought it should be. So I think well, it'd be good just to call the organization Crusade. Yeah. And, I mean, you could call the team the Crusaders if yeah. you want to. We're on a mission from it's God. Easy. We can't be stopped. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's 106 <laughs> miles to Chicago. <laughs> it's dark, yeah. and we're wearing sunglasses. It okay. is. So that said, See, last you... thing then, Ugh. what do we want to call the setting? We don't want epic in the name? <laughs> epic. Epic Saga. satire? Maybe something that's about blowing something up. <laughs> Explosion justice. Explosion. <laughs> Epic justice. <laughs> Actually, justice isn't a bad word to throw in there. Yeah. Or something related to justice. Sanction. Sanction's not bad for a. Uh... Epic sanction. Epic sanction. <laughs> <laughs> I almost just want to do that. The pinnacle the sanction? Hmm. There's the Iger Sanction. Noble Sanction. Uh, that was a movie. Heroic Sanction. The Crusader Sanction. Well, you know, I mean, the Crusade, that implies that it's kind of more about the Crusaders. But we could call it Gladius Sanction. Ooh, it's got a nice ring. Just have it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's about the white hat. Yeah. yeah. Gladius Sanction. Uh, does that sound usable? That sounds cool. Gladius yeah. Sanction. Gladius Sanction. The 
Okay. We have our epic world. Woohoo! Gladius Sanction. Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> In a world. <laughs> where sanctions are gladiuses. <laughs> and crusades are gray. Only one thing will stop the clenching hand of Spire. <laughs> and that is Gladius. <laughs> when Gladius fails, that's when you bring in Crusade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dueling franchises. Explosions, <laughs> lightning bolts. <laughs> A <Awesome>. windmill. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> well, there we are. Yes. So that world is available under Creative Commons, so you can feel free to use it for any purpose you wish. John, thanks very much for coming and playing with us. Hey, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know, I have to come back. We have to do that alternate Earth where the Revolutionary War never ended. Yeah, someday. Yeah. <laughs> or the British won. What? Yeah. It's still going on. <laughs> well, well, we'll argue that later. <laughs> Say goodnight, guys. Goodnight, Good night, guys. guys. <laughs> we are out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Crucible of Realms. Do you have comments or a question? Have you used one of our settings? Tell us about it. You can contact us at podcast at crucibleofrealms.com or leave a review for us on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Or if you'd like to contact one of the hosts individually, you can find our emails on the website at crucibleofrealms.com. The Crucible of Realms podcast and all settings created on it are released under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. All music was composed and performed by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com.